Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bot. Welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. If I can actually learn how to talk today, this might be a good thing. My name is Kyle Nashheim, and today is going to be a great show, in my humble opinion. The sun is out as I am recording this part. We'll see what happens whenever I record other sessions. But make sure you are following my Instagram page. It is Blind Tag Podcast, all uh, lowercase, excuse me. Blind Tag, at Blind Tag Podcast, all lowercase letters, no underscores. Uh, make sure you like the, like the page and go from there. You can also find us on Facebook as well. The page is Blind Tag Podcast. Once again, all lowercase. Uh, I have both accounts linked, so we'll, we'll do uh, once we get some more uh, page likes, I might do like polls for specific pages. But with that being said, I think today I saw this video on YouTube, uh, I believe just recently, and I don't know how old the video was. I think it was like a couple years old based on the statistics they had in the accompanying file. And this gentleman basically stated here are the five worst teams in the NBA. Purely from a mathematical standpoint. He took their win and loss their win-loss record throughout the team franchise's entire history. Uh, how many division titles did they win? How many conference titles did they win? How many NBA titles did they win? When was their last title? How many seasons has it been? How many losing seasons have they had? And thus create a formula that purely based on those statistics, you figure out who the best and worst teams in the NBA is. So it got me to thinking. And... What if I could do that for all of the five major sports leagues in in North America? NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer. And come up with the 10 most spoiled franchises and the 10 most longest suffering franchises. So that's what I did. I I used his um, formula, if you will. I will make sure I put a link in the uh, uh, podcast description. That way I I give him the proper credit. And I applied it to all five of the sports. Now, when it comes to uh, leagues such as the NBA, NFL, and NHL, some teams came over into the league via mergers. So, I made sure I separated the NFL titles from the AFL titles. 
Actually, with the NFL, I did uh, one step further. I obviously gave more credence to Super Bowl or more point value to Super Bowl wins than I did NFL wins. I gave them a higher point value than both the AFL and the AAFC, the All-American Football Conference. Um, as far as conference titles goes, if the playoff did not, if the playoffs did not have a designated conference finals, I did not give them a conference final appearance because, or title because, obviously, they're not in a conference final. So, with that being said. When we come back, I think I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to go over each league, who are the top five and bottom five of each league, and then in the last segments, I will combine all the numbers together. Whoever has the top 10 highest scores will be in the top 10 most spoiled franchises. The bottom 10 will be in the 10 most suffering franchises. Will you be interested, uh, surprised at some of the choices? You absolutely will. But we are going to take a quick little break. Let me catch my breath, learn how to talk again, and we'll be right back. Before we get back to the podcast, I want to let everyone know about my intro. That is Sax, Rock, and Roll by Kevin McLeod. This song and other songs that are royalty-free are being able to be found on IncomTech.com. Welcome back to the Blind Tag Podcast. As I said before, we're going to go through each of the five franchises, and we're going to see which fan base is the most spoiled which fan base is suffering the most now before i get into the first league which i will talk about major league soccer let me tell you how i came across the determining this information now first and foremost i collected and i used the um template that I saw on this YouTube video and kind of applied it to all the leagues. So I took a team's total playoff appearances. Each appearance gave them two points. I took their playoff winning percentage, multiplied it by 100 to get a numerical number. Same thing with their playoff win, playoff win percentage and the percentage of seasons they've made the playoffs. Now, obviously, this gives teams that have been around a lot longer, like some of the uh, um, longest-running franchises in NHL and NBA and NFL, a fighting chance. Um, When it comes to finals appearances, I uh, weighed that. Every time you made a um, NBA final, a MLS Cup, a... Stanley Cup, each appearance is worth 10 points. When a title, that is worth 20. Now, 
in some instances, like in the NFL, you have teams that won AFL titles, NFL titles pre-Super Bowl era, AAFC titles. You also had the ABA in basketball and the WHA in hockey. I weigh those less. You, If you won that A title in that era, you got three points. I weighted the NFL title pre-Super Bowl five points because it is the precursor to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to give them the 20 points, but now for each losing season a team has, they lose a point uh, in hockey and in uh, MLS. This is different because they don't have traditional win-loss percentages. They have a point system. In the NHL, you get two points for a win, one point for an overtime loss. In Major League Soccer, you get three points for a win and one point for a draw. So what I did is instead of a traditional winning percentage, I did points percentage. So I took the number of points that they got for wins and ties and divided that by the number of games they had if they had won every single game. So, for example, if you played 500 games in MLS, then your um, maximum point total would be 1,500. Obviously, if you only won 200 of those games and you didn't tie, then you got 600. So 600 divided by 1,500, that gives you your points per percentage. For every one of the, uh, once again, if you have a losing season, you lose a point. You also lose the number of points based on the percentage of losing seasons you have. Like, for example, we'll take, since I have it up, the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers have had 15 losing seasons, which has occurred. 30% of the time, they have been a franchise. So, since they have had 30% of their existence as losing seasons, they lose 30 points. Your overall winning percentage is multiplied by 100 to get a numerical figure. And you are docked a point for every year you have not won a title. So, the Atlanta Hawks, were docked 63 points. LA was docked nothing because they are the defending champions. Toronto was docked one because they won the previous season. Um, now I also had to do some calculations in regards to the Charlotte Hornets and the Cleveland Browns because they were on quote-unquote hiatuses. So I had to literally figure out how to get those seasons corrected. So, which I did. Add all those up. The higher your score, the better your fan base is pampered or spoiled. Lower the score, the more pissed off your fan base should be. So, let's start with Major League Soccer. So, and we're going to be nice. We're going to start at the bottom. So, the fifth fan base that is in the worst shape is the Vancouver Whitecaps 
football club. Uh, in its 10 years of existence, uh, they got 59 points. In the 10 years of existence, they've only made the playoffs four times. They've only won one game in six playoff matches, a winning percentage of 33.3%. Now, in soccer, you can actually have ties in a playoff game, and then they have a shootout, and that's how they determine who's going to advance. So, I know the math nuts like, well, one divided by six isn't 33. They had two ties. So, uh, they basically have averaged a losing season every other year. And their points percentage uh, historically is 42.7%. So in 42.7% of the games, they get the maximum three points. Number four is the Philadelphia Union. In 11 seasons, they've made the playoffs five times. They've accrued 42.4 points. They're, they've only won one game in seven playoff matches for a winning percentage of 14.3%. Yikes. It's like the Cincinnati Bengals. In 11 seasons, they've only had one of five winning seasons, and they have a points percentage of 44.2%. Number three, Inner Miami FC. Now, this is, I mean, they had their debut season in the middle of a global pandemic. So you really can't give, you know, they kind of get a pass on this, but not on the, not based on the math. Nope. Uh, they did make the playoffs in their debut season. They lost in a knockout round to Nashville SC. And their first season, they had 34. Their winning per, uh, points percentage was 34.8. Number two, Orlando City FC. In their six years of existence, they only made the playoffs once, and that was last year. They couldn't make the playoffs. It took a global pandemic to do it. That's that's not a good sign. Uh, they went one and one in the playoffs. They, that was their only winning season. And they have an overall points percentage of 39.7%. And finally, the most suffering fan base, FC Cincinnati in MLS with negative 80.6 points. They've not made a playoffs in either of their seasons. Both seasons were losing records, and they had a winning percentage of 23.4%. Yeah. I think maybe they should not do the Bengals colors. I'm just saying. Just saying. But now, let's get on the bright side. The top five spoiled franchises. Number five is Nashville SC. As I said earlier, they occurred in their debut season 214 points. They made the playoffs. They had a 2-1 record in the playoffs with a 66.7 winning percentage. And they had a .464 points percentage. So, good first start. Let's see if they can build on it. Uh, number four is a original MOS team, Sporting Kansas City, formerly known as the Kansas City Wizards, or Wiz for short. They occurred 218.5 points. In their 25 seasons, they've made the playoffs 18 times with a 44.2% playoff winning percentage. 
They've made the MLS Finals three times, winning two of them, their last one being in 2013. They've only had nine losing seasons since the league's formed, and they have a 48.3% points percentage. I think there's no surprise with the top three if you follow MLS. Um, DC United is number three with 258.1 points. They made the playoffs 15 times with a 57.3% winning percentage. They've made five MLS finals, winning four of them, but they have not won since 2004, which really has brought their points total down a little bit. Uh, based on their losing seasons percentage, they average two losing seasons every five years. And they have a 46.8% winning uh, points percentage. Number two, the Seattle Sounders FC. They occurred 318.6 points on the formula. They've been around for 12 years and made the playoffs every single one of them. That's another reason why that they are up there. They had they win their playoff game 61% of the time. They've appeared in four MLS finals, winning two MLS Cups, their last one coming in 2013. Like I said, they've never had a losing season. That really helped them. Uh, and 50, they've got the maximum three points, 54.6% of the time. And finally, the most spoiled franchise, and come to math, in MLS, the LA Galaxy. Occurring 386.8 points. They've made the playoffs 76% of the time, 19 appearances in 25 seasons. They have a 67.3% winning percentage in the playoffs. They've been to the MLS Cup nine times, winning five of them. Their last win was in 2014. Uh, based on the losing season average, they have a losing season once every four years. And they have an overall points percentage of 51.4%. Now, you have LA Galaxy as the most spoiled. You have the FC Cincinnati as the most suffering. But how will that match up to the rest of the leagues? When we come back, we're going to go to the ice. We're going to go to the NHL. And I'm... I guess the spoiler will be, don't be surprised at who's in the top five of the NHL. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. And now we're going to talk about the National Hockey League. My personal opinion, Honestly, some of the best. It's better than the NBA in the regular season, in my personal opinion, because, you know, there's fights in the game. I'm just saying. But they, they put more emphasis on the regular season in the NHL than they do the NBA. NBA is really like, okay, we got to get to the playoffs. Um, now, the... I have a feeling it's going to be skewed towards 
five or six teams because the, the, the top half. And the reason I say this is because the majority of the teams outside of six have only been around since the 60s. So you have six teams that have at least 50 years on them. So, with that being said, let's find out if I'm right. Um, the number five team, the Chicago Blackhawks, with 444.9 points. They've had 63 playoff appearances so with a 49.4% winning percentage, 13 Stanley Cup Finals appearances, winning six of them, their last being in 2015. And they have a 50.4% winning percentage, although they do average five losing seasons every 10 years. Number four is Mike's favorite team, the Boston Bruins, with 587.8 points. 73 playoff appearances, a 49.5% playoff winning percentage. They have been to 20 Stanley Cup Finals. They have won six of them. Their last win was 10 years ago in 2011. They average one losing season every four years. And they have a 56.2% points percentage. Kind of the same thing as we talked about in MLS. They give points for wins, points for overtime losses. That's how the points percentage was factored. Number three, the Toronto Maple Leafs with 649.9 points. They have made 69 playoff appearances. They have a playoff record of 47.8%. 21 Stanley Cup Finals appearances. They have won 13, but they currently have the longest um, drought in the NHL, their last title come in before the majority of my listeners were born in 1967. They average three to four losing seasons every 10 years, and they have a 51.1% points percentage. I realize I just said percentage two out of three words, but oh well, I don't care. Number two, the Detroit Red Wings. Now, even though they have been down in the dumps over the last few years, they've still amassed 671.3 points for this discussion. They have made the playoffs 64 times with a 52.3% winning percentage. They have made 24 Stanley Cup Finals. They have won 11 of them, but their last win was in 2008. They kind of skewed to where now they're averaging two losing seasons every five years and they have a 53.3 points percentage and finally the most spoiled franchise the montreal canadiens with 1123.5 points Ooh, they have made the playoffs 84 times in 103 years 102 102 seasons they have a playoff winning percentage of 57.8%. They have been to 34 Stanley Cup Finals. They have won 24 of them. And they are the last Canadian team to have won the Stanley Cup by winning it in 1993. 
They have only had 18 losing seasons in 103 years. That is insane. And 50 and a 58.7% points percentage. So now let's look at um the worst teams. The fan bases that are desperate. So we start off with the Minnesota Wild with the five at the five spot with 121.7 points. They have made the playoffs 10 out of their 20 seasons, but they have a 35.1% winning percentage. They've only had three losing seasons, but they can't parlay their 54.7% winning points percentage into playoff success. And that's what gets them on, on this list. Number four, the Vancouver Canucks at 105 points. They've made 28 playoff appearances. They've made th the Stanley Cup Finals three times in 50 seasons, not winning any of them. They have a 45.1% winning percentage. And for overall, for a regular season, 48.8%. Number three, the Florida Panthers. Now the Florida Panthers of 48.5.6 points have made six playoff appearances in 27 years. One finals appearance, they're 0-1. They lost to Colorado. They have a 39.6% winning percentage in the playoffs, 49.9% 40, in the regular season. Number two, the Winnipeg Jets. Form, now they were formerly known as the Atlanta Thrashers. Not to be confused, with the, Colorado, with the Arizona Coyotes, who used to be the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, I know. Why couldn't they just do what the NFL did and just suspend the team until they got a franchise? I don't know. I, I just work here. Uh, they have, as this iteration of the Winnipeg Jets, they've made five playoff appearances in 21 years, but they have a ghastly 34.3% playoff winning percentage. They have had nine losing seasons out of those 21 years and an overall points percentage of 49.6%. And finally, the Columbus Blue Jackets. They have made a playoff six times in 20 years. They have a 36.6% playoff winning percentage. For their entire 20 years, they have had losing seasons 55% of the time. And they have a 49.6 points percentage. So, no surprise there. I kind of expected the younger teams to be at the bottom and the older teams to be at the top. Um, was kind of surprised that the Vancouver Canucks are on that list because they've been around for 50 years. That means the fan base is basically you've got your hardcore fans and that's it so we'll see how this season plays out maybe uh, success of the Carolina Hurricanes maybe the Toronto Maple Leafs will add a uh, Stanley Cup final appearance will Vegas even though they're in their fourth year get into the top five we don't know but we will find out now let's Move on over to the NBA. Let's go to the hardwood. Let's uh, 
Let's change the arena configuration a little bit at some of these spots. Now, if you're thinking that a lot that the teams that have been the most successful in the NBA Finals will be on the top of this list, yeah, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. But let's get to the list. The number five team on the top of the NBA's list is the Chicago Bulls with 326.6 points. They have made 35 playoff appearances. They have a 54.1% winning percentage. They have won six finals in six appearances. The Chicago Bulls without MJ have never made the NBA Finals. Will this be the year? Probably not. So obviously they won their last one in 1998. They have a 51.1% .1 winning percentage. And despite the dominance of the Jordan era, Chicago has had losing seasons 46% of their existence. So even throwing in that the, the domination of the Jordan era, they're still averaging a losing season every other almost every other year, which is insane to think about. But let's go to number four. Now I almost guarantee you, if this list was done six years, six or seven years ago, this team would not be on it. And that's the Golden State Warriors at 360.9 points. They have made 35 playoff appearances. They have a 54.4% winning percentage. 11 NBA Finals, winning six of them. The last one in 2018. And this is interesting. Despite their recent success, they've had 37 losing seasons, which is 50% on the nose. Their overall winning percentage is 48.2. Now that obviously has gone up. Since the dominance of the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson era. But for years and years, they were, oh, hey, hey, oh, we got them in the first round. Sweep. So it's going to take a while to get that number back above 500. The number three team has David Robinson and Tim Duncan to thank for the reason they are on this list. The San Antonio Spurs, 423.5 points. They've made 47 playoff appearances. They have won in the playoffs 52.9% of the time. They have made six playoff appearances, uh, NBA Finals appearances, excuse me, winning five of them all with Tim Duncan. Their last title being in 2014. They have averaged two losing seasons every 10 years, and they have almost a 60% winning percentage. That is very, very impressive. That actually is the highest on at least this list. Now, there are two teams that have won 17 titles, and they're at the top of this list. Number two is the Boston Celtics. With 70, 798 points, they have made the playoffs 57 times. They have won in the playoffs 56.9% of the times. 21 NBA Finals appearances, they have won 17. They have a better record in the NBA Finals than the number one team. But they have won the same. They average, just like the team in number one, they average 
one losing season every four years. They have a winning percentage of 59.1%. Now, obviously, number one is the LA Lakers with 943.3 points. They have made 61 playoff appearances, winning 60% of the time. Now, as I said earlier, they have made 32 NBA Finals appearances, but have only won 17 titles. They are, though, the defending NBA champions. So they don't have a, uh, whereas the Boston Celtics were penalized 12 points for their last title being in 2008, the Lakers received no such penalty. And they have a winning percentage of 59.5% of the time. So who are the franchises that are making people pull their hair out? You would probably guess them. So, with that being said, let's start with number five with the Memphis Grizzlies at 40.1 points. They have made 10 playoff appearances in their 25 years, all of them coming in Memphis. But they have a 38.7% winning percentage in the playoffs. They average two winning seasons every five years. And they have a 41.4% overall winning percentage. Yeah. Sacramento Kings come in at number four with 32.3 points. They have 29 playoff appearances with a 42.4% winning percentage. So they've won more than Memphis. They have won an NBA title, the only team on this list to win an NBA title. That was in 1951. So they got penalized heavily because it's been almost 80 years, 70 years. Yeah, they got penalized heavily for that. They average one winning season every three years, and they have a 45.6% winning percentage. Number three is the Charlotte Hornets. Now, with 30 points. They have made 10 playoff appearances, uh, a ghastly 36.5% winning percentage. Since they returned in 2004, and that is a, that's a story for another video if you think about it. Um, they have failed to get past, excuse me, the first round, and only recently won their first playoff, like, game in a series years ago they average four winning seasons every 10 years and they have a overall winning percentage of 43.8 percent the charlotte bobcats era did horrors to their overall winning percentage number two you got minnesota timberwolves at negative 2.8 points they have made nine playoff appearances with a 34.6% winning percentage. They average only three winning seasons every 10 years and an overall winning percentage of 39.6%. Ooh. And finally, the last team, the worst team, despite recent success, is Los Angeles Clippers. 
with negative 7.9 points. They have made the playoffs 15 times. They have won 43.1% of the time, but they have an overall winning percentage of 41%. And they average only three winning seasons every 10 years. So, where does teams in the NFL land? And where do teams in Major League Baseball land? We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to find out. All right, welcome back. And now the last two of... Hmm. Luckily, I can add this out. So, welcome back to the Blind Tag Podcast. Now, we're going to go through the last two leagues and see where they stack up. Now, we're going to the NFL. Now, teams, I, I didn't get surprised really, you know, doing this research about the NFL. So, but before we get into a tangent... Let's just go ahead and start. Number one, actually number five, excuse me, going from bottom to top. The Pittsburgh Steelers with 327.4 points. They have made the playoffs 32 times with a winning percentage of 58.1%. They have made eight Super Bowls, winning five of them, winning six of them, excuse me, with their last win coming in 2008. They have averaged four losing seasons every 10 years, and they have a winning percentage of 53.6%. Now, this team would be higher on the list if they haven't, you know, gone back down to earth, and that is the Dallas Cowboys with 340 points. They have made the playoffs 33 times with a winning percentage of 55.6%. They have made eight Super Bowls, they have won five, but they haven't won since 1995. And the last few years have not been kind to them. They have averaged three season, losing seasons every 10 years because of that. Although they do have an overall winning percentage of 56.9%, so that's good for them. Number three is the Green Bay Packers with 405.9 points. They have made the playoffs 34 times with a 60% winning percentage. They have a total of 13 NFL title games slash Super Bowl appearances. Uh, Here's an interesting thing. They've only been to four Super Bowls. They've won all four they've been in. They have never lost in a NFL championship game or Super Bowl. They're 13 for uh, 13 and 0. That is impressive. Not even the Patriots can say that. They are the reverse Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. Um, they their last title was in 2010. Although they, they do average three losing seasons every 10 years, but they do have a winning percentage of 56.9%. Now, let's get to the aforementioned New England Patriots. 
I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I was shocked at who number one is. I think that's the. I figured they'd be on the top of the list, but I was shocked. The Patriots of 406.1 points. They've made the playoffs 27 times, with the majority of them coming in the last two decades. Uh, they have a 63.8% winning percentage in the playoffs. Most of that coming within the last two decades. Because of this dominance, they have averaged eight playoff berths every 10 years. They have been to 11 Super Bowls, winning six. They made one AFL title game, but did not win. They averaged three losing seasons every 10 years, and they have a 56.2% winning percentage. And number one, which shocked me, is the New York Giants. They beat out the Patriots by eight tenths of a point. That's insane. This is the this is the closest race. Like literally, a Super Bowl hell, a Super Bowl appearance by any of these three teams next year will basically put them over the top. The Giants have thirty-two playoff appearances, although they are only winning forty-nine percent of the time. They have been in 19 NFL title games slash Super Bowls, winning four NFL titles and four Super Bowls, their last Super Bowl coming in 2011. They are only averaging one losing season every three years, and they have a winning percentage of 53.1%. Now, let's get to the teams that make you pull your hair out. Number five, and I, I, I'm honestly not surprised about these teams. The Detroit Lions with 39.5 points. They have made the playoffs 17 times, a 35% winning percentage. They have made five NFL title appearances, winning four of them, have never made a Super Bowl. Their last title was in 1957. They average five winning seasons every 10 years, but they have a 45.6% winning percentage. Number seven, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've only made, uh, they had 29.9 points. They only made seven playoff appearances. The majority of them coming in probably the first 10 years of their existence. Although they do have a 500 winning percentage, I don't know how. Every year, so basically, if they make the playoffs, they're guaranteed two games. They're going to win one and lose one. They average only four winning seasons every 10 years, and they have a 42.5% winning percentage. Hmm. And they only won one game last year. Hey, who knows? They got Urban Meyer is. Why on God's earth did they hire Urban Meyer? I, I don't know. Anyway, number three, the Cincinnati Bengals with 11.5 points. They have 14 playoff appearances with a winning record of 26.3%. E. 
They have made two Super Bowls. They lost both of them. They average five losing seasons every 10 years and have a 44.6% overall winning percentage. Number two with 11 points, the Atlanta Falcons, who are still rebounding from 28 to 3. Yikes. That is included in their 14 playoff berths, a 41.7% playoff winning percentage, and 0-2 in Super Bowl appearances. They don't average only four winning seasons every 10 years, so they go on a little run and then they go back down to earth. They have a 43.9% winning percentage. Now, finally, number one, with negative 36.2 points, the Arizona Cardinals. They've only made the playoffs 10 times. They have a 43.8% winning percentage. They have made, they won two NFL titles in two championship game appearances. They lost their only Super Bowl appearance in 2008 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have the longest NFL drought, or longest drought in the NFL for a title at 70, excuse me, 73 years. They average only four winning seasons every 10 years. And they have an overall winning percentage of 42.6%. So, yeah. That's despite having Larry Fitzgerald. First battle Hall of Famer. I'm calling it. Well, finally, let's get to Major League Baseball. I think this one we're going to start with the bottom teams. And work our way up. So, number, the fifth worst, uh, fifth suffering fan base is the Colorado Rockies at 11.8 points. They've made five playoff appearances with 41.7% winning percentage. They lost their only World Series appearance. They only get three winning seasons every 10 years. And they win about 47% of their games on average. Yeah, yeah, that's that's suffering, despite the fact that they've had some great players. The Milwaukee Brewers are in the fourth worst with a negative 15.5 points. They've made the playoffs seven times in their career, winning playoff winning percentage of 44.4%. They lost their only World Series appearance. And averaging only four winning seasons every 10 years with a 48% winning percentage. Now we got Texas at number three with negative 21.2 points. They have eight playoff appearances with a 40% winning percentage. They lost their two World Series appearances. They averaged six losing seasons every 10 years. And they have a 47.7% winning percentage. Number two with negative 29.6 points is the San Diego Padres. They have made the playoffs six times in their career with a 35% winning percentage. They made two World Series, but they lost them both. They average one winning season every three years. And they have a winning overall winning percentage of 46.2%. 
Now, with Manny Machado and uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. signing that massive contract, they're hoping this the future is bright. We'll see what happens. Now, the Seattle Mariners are the most suffering fan base. They've negative 33.9%. They've only made the playoffs four times. Four. And they have a 44% winning percentage. They average a winning season every three years. And they've only won 47% of their games. And they came around in the 70s, and they've only made the playoffs four times. So, you tell me. Now, let's get to the best. The, the most spoiled franchises. And there's, there's no shockers here. Uh, I mean... I'm not even shocked by the disparity between two and one. So, number three, number five, excuse me, I'm going ahead of myself. The Boston Red Sox with 416.9 points. They have made the playoffs 24 times with a 54.2% winning percentage, 14 World Series appearances with nine titles. Their last come in in 2018. Although there is still some that asterisk to that title in 120 seasons they've only lost had losing seasons 34 percent of the time and they have a overall winning percentage of 51.8 percent number four is the san francisco giants with 484.6 points they have made the playoffs 26 times with a 52 percent winning percentage 23 World Series appearances with 16 titles. Their last championship appearance showing up in 2014. Averaging three losing only three losing seasons every 10 years. And they have an overall winning percentage of 53.5%. Number three is the LA Dodgers. If they had not won the title this year, they would have been lower on this list. But they have made the playoffs 34 times with a 47.5% winning percentage, 25 World Series appearances with seven titles. They are the defending World Series champions. In 139 seasons, excuse me, they've only had losing seasons 34% of the time. They have an overall winning percentage of 52.8%. Number two, the St. Louis Cardinals with 543.8 points. They've made 30 playoff appearances, winning 51.7% of the time. 23 World Series appearances with winning 11 titles. But their last title was in 2011. That did get them some negative points. They've only had losing seasons 34% of the time in their 139 year history. And they have an overall winning percentage of 52%. And finally, number one, you expected it, I expected it, the New York Yankees with 1,164.6 points. 
They have made the playoffs an astounding 56 times with a 58.5% winning percentage. They have made 40 World Series appearances leading the Major League Baseball with 27 titles, although their last one was in 2009, which is always good for the league. They average just two losing seasons every 10 years, and they have a 56.9% winning percentage. So, when we come back, I will reveal, now that I've, it, I have mentioned all, of, all the leagues, I will basically go through the top 10 of each. Where does each team rank? Which league is has the top team? Which league has the worst team? We will find out right after this little quick break. Welcome back. So, we've gone through Major League Soccer. We've gone through the NHL. Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL. So, getting all of them together, all 151 teams. Well, we'll be 153 if this was happening next year with the Seattle Kraken joining the NHL and Austin FC joining the MLS. Where is everyone on the list so this is what I did all on one spreadsheet top to bottom are you ready no surprise no surprises uh, I was kind of half expecting a uh, list where like maybe the sixth or seventh worst team of one league would actually be in the top ten there was no surprises like that so, let's get started with the 10 most suffering franchises in the top five major sporting leagues of North America. And we start at, let me make sure I'm at the right one. Number 10 with 11 points, the Atlanta Falcons. Number nine. With negative 2.7 points, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Number 8, with negative 7.9 points, the Los Angeles Clippers. Number 7, with negative 10.9 points, Orlando City FC. SC, excuse me, not FC. There's a difference. Number 6, with negative 15.5 points, we have the Milwaukee Brewers. Number five, with negative 21.2 points, the Texas Rangers. Number four, with negative 29.6 points, the San Diego Padres. Number three, with negative 33.9 points, the Seattle Mariners. Number two, with negative 36.2 points, the Arizona Cardinals. And finally, even though they've been in existence for two years, they have had no playoff experience. Only losing seasons. With negative 
80.6 points, so far the most suffering fan base, is that of FC Cincinnati. Now, if they had made a playoffs or had like one less losing season, Arizona might be number one. Uh, if we take franchises that have not been had a history of five years or less, Arizona will be number one, but no. Everyone got the same criteria, and this just happens to be. So, FC Cincinnati, you have some work to do. You need to make the playoffs. You need to have a winning record to get out of last place. Now, the top ten If you will. Number 10 with 484.6 points, we have the San Francisco Giants. Their arch rival with 501.9 points, the LA Dodgers, are at 9. Number 8, the St. Louis Cardinals with 543.8 points. The Boston Bruins of the NHL clock in at number 7 with 587.8 points. Number 6 is the Toronto Maple Leafs with 650 points. Number 5 is the Detroit Red Wings with 671.2 points. Number 4, the Boston Celtics with 798 points. The LA Lakers are the number 3 team with 943.3 points. And number two, the Montreal Canadiens with 1,123.5 points. And the most spoiled franchise in all of sports. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I knew it. I expected it. But you know what? I'm not a Yankees fan, so I don't care. The New York Yankees with 1,164.6. Now, let's... Let's have some fun before we end. So let's look at playoff winning percentage. Let's see what team has the best and what team has the worst. We'll go top three. Oh, uh, okay. So that's actually playoff percentages, playoff winning percentage. My bad. Gotta love it when you're working on uh, Microsoft Excel. TJ would really love that right now. Should send it to him. All right. The top three franchises that have the best winning percentage. Num and they're all in MLS. Number three, uh, Nashville SC with 66.7. LA Galaxy with 67.3. And Atlanta United with 72.2. Let's look at um, other sports. The NFL's top is New England Patriots with 63.8. The Miami Marlins have the highest winning percentage in MLB with 63.2. We have the LA Lakers with 60% in the NBA. And finally, the Vegas Golden Knights with 59.6. Now, the top three worst teams that have made the playoffs because, uh, or well, let's put it this way, we'll, we'll, we'll throw in Inter-Miami because they made a berth last year. 
So, once again, all MLS. Uh, the Los Angeles FC and Orlando City FC tie with uh, 25%. Philadelphia Union, 14.3. And Inner Miami FCF is 0-1, so they have a zero winning percentage. Let's go down and look at other sports. The Cincinnati Bengals lead or lead the NFL with the worst with 26.3%. The Winnipeg Jets lead NHL with 34.3%. The Minnesota Timberwolves 34.6%. And the San Diego Padres at 35% are the worst of their respective um, leagues. Now, overall winning percentage. Once again, I'll do top three and then um, other leagues. So, overall winning percentage. The Vegas Golden Knights, even though they've been around for three seasons, have a winning percentage of 61.3%. Golden... Um, San Antonio Spurs 59.9 and Los Angeles FC at 59.6. So let's look at other sports. The Montreal Canadiens at 58.7. The Green Bay Packers at and New York Yankees and Dallas Cowboys at 56.9%. Now let's look at the worst teams as far as winning percentage. Uh, if I can go all the way down. No surprise. FC Cincinnati has a 23.4% winning percentage. Inner, Inner Miami CF is 34.8. And despite winning the Super Bowl just a month ago, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 39.3% is their winning percentage. It's not good. But anyway, so so let's look at other leagues. The uh, Minnesota Timberwol Timberwolves, 39.6. Jeez, uh, hold on. The Washington Wizards, I'd go all the way up. The Washington Wizards at 45.1. And... Oh, wow. The Vancouver Canucks, I had to go halfway up the list. Excuse me for the silence for a minute. But 48.8%. So... That is your most suffering fan bases, your most spoiled fan bases, the team, the teams that are used to winning, the teams that are used to losing, and the teams that choke in the playoffs. Uh, we're, we're not calling anybody out, Minnesota. But anyway, that is our show today. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. I hope you learned something. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, I have a couple ideas of what I want to talk about, but I'll flesh it out once I start doing the research. I know 
within the next two weeks, I'm going to actually discuss the realignment of minor league baseball. That'll be next week or the week after. But for the time being, my name is Kyle Nashheim. This has been the Blind Tag Podcast. Make sure you check out the socials, which I put in halfway through the show. But once again, these socials are on Instagram at Blind Tag Podcast, all lowercase, and on Facebook at Blind Tag Pod. Till next week, see you then.